Good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, hi. Hope you're having a great day. <laughs> uh, another episode of the Fundamentally Sound Podcast on Spotify coming at you. Um, quick explanation. Uh, first week after I posted, hmm, that was me. I'm not going to lie. I just messed up. I really did. Second week, my, my lady was over and... Um, when you don't get com- company often like I do, well, she comes over a lot, but you know what I mean. Um, you know, you want to spend time with those people, and you want to spend time with uh, those that you, your significant others, those that you love, you know. But uh, so, sorry about the last couple weeks. Um, but I welcome you back because, uh, you know, y'all are some amazing people, uh, the people that are actually listening now. And uh, we're going to talk, I'm going to try to go fast, but I don't know how long this episode is going to be. There's a lot of news that I want to cover. Now, we'll jump right into it. Um, You know, crazy week in the NFL. Crazy, crazy week in the NFL. Started off Thursday, Seahawks Cardinals. Um, You know, as close as it looks, it really wasn't that close, in my opinion, uh, I think the Seahawks had it under control the entire time. Nothing to really see there. Um, I'm just going down the list of, on ESPN. Dolphins, Broncos. Guys, I'm a huge Dolphins fan. Guys, I've been riding the highs of the Dolphins last two weeks, uh, the two weeks that, you know, I haven't been here. It has been great. Our defense finally fell back to earth, fell back to earth. Tua got benched. His first game in elevation ever, I think that it was that had to play a huge factor into it, but that's just me. But he was still terrible. He got benched. Rookie mistakes. You don't get benched. I don't think they should have benched him, though. I think that was a terrible move. Let him ride out his mistakes. I understand you want to win, but at the end of the, year, at the, end of the day, we have to realize this is year two of a rebuild. You're not going to turn it around 180% or 180 degrees on a turnaround. We have to realize this. He should have been in the game. He should have lost the game his way. He should not have been replaced. Moving on, Eagles-Browns. Once again, this is one of those things. It's like it really wasn't that close, but uh, the score says so. The Browns ran the ball 40, count them, 40 times. 20 times with Nick Chubb, 114, uh, no touchdowns. 13 times with Kareem Hunt for 11 yards. He had 0.8 yards of carry. That's the worst Shiz knock I've ever seen in my life. 13 carries, 11 yards, and a touchdown, though. So it saved his, uh, saved his skin in terms of fantasy, which is great. I have Kareem Hunt. I have, uh, and I think, in one league. Anyway, uh, they still really don't trust Baker, and that's why they're handing the ball 40 times. Uh, by the way, I just want to say the Baker hate is so not needed. He really doesn't have a pass protecting, like, O-line. Like, that O-line's built to to run. Like, give the man some slack. You know, I know he's not, like, number one material, but, I mean, 12 for 22, 204, not terrible. His QBR was 24. Yeah, maybe it was terrible. I don't know, but I just don't think that he deserves all the hate that he's getting. I I just don't know what it is. I don't know. Uh, Saints-Falcons, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill came out. Bowman, 18 for 23, only missed five. Uh, what's it called? Five throws, 233 yards, 10.1 average uh, yards per throw. Uh, also ran the ball 10 times, 51 yards, and two touchdowns. 
I'm not shocked at this outcome. Uh, you know, I I don't know. The Falcons just aren't good, period. Moving on, Washington Bengals. Uh, ACL, MCL, and structural damage to Joe Burrow. That's not good. I don't – I'm not going to say he's going to come back and be terrible, but, I mean, let's look at what Carson – what happened to Carson. Carson Wentz. He just had an ACL. Look at him now. I don't know. It's going to be different. I I hope – that's what the Bengals get, though. You freaking terrible, terrible front office people. I want to go on a rant. You are sitting here watching your quarterback get smacked left, right, front, center, behind, everywhere, and you don't go and try to trade A.J. Brown for like a – Average starter at the trade deadline. You have two solid, solid wide receivers. Trade the bum. Give up somebody on defense. Just anybody. Please. You should have. That's what you get for not trying to get this man some help. That irritates me to no end. Like, God, freaking Bengals are just stupid. Washington came out on top, 29. Panthers, Lions. Lions didn't get a single red zone snap, just want to let y'all know. P.J. Walker earned his spot on next year's roster with a backup contract. This man, P.J. Walker, was a dog for Houston. I believe they were the outlaws, the Houston outlaws. Dog, doggy. Loved him. He was going to win MVP of the XFL if they wouldn't have gone under or COVID would have happened. It was going to happen. P.J. Walker was going to. Mm. P.J. Walker loved the kid. 24-34, 258 yards, 7.6 average, not the greatest. One touchdown, two interceptions, uh, not the greatest ratio, but moved the ball effectively. 19 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown for Mike Davis. And finally, D.J. Moore is getting the ball. Gee, 7 for 127, no touchdowns, though. Don't care because at the end of the day, DJ's getting the ball, and that's what he deserved. Jaguars and uh, Pittsburgh, nothing to see here. 27-3 Pittsburgh. Ravens and Titans got a little bit testy before the game. You don't stand on another team's freaking logo at center field. That's just disrespectful. That's stupid, regardless of what happened. All right, and that <clears throat> Derrick Henry, big man Derrick Henry, as they like to say on pardon my take, Tractor Cito. Tractor Cito is dominant, a.k.a. Derrick Henry. Tractor Cito is a freaking animal. Derrick Henry is just different. I know I'm trying to. I know I'm going through this fast, but I want to get to the NBA. Uh, Derrick Henry, 28 times, 133 yards, and a touchdown. What a monster! Corey Davis, five carry or five receptions, 113 yards. Did I drop him in fantasy? Let's look at that real quick. I traded for him, so help me God if I dropped him. I'm going to. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I did drop him. Oh, let's go try to – oh, we're going to go try to claim him back. I don't know who to give up, though. Ouch. You know what? There we go. That's what we're rocking with. Uh, anyway, Tractor Cito carries him to a win. Uh and John, John Harbaugh refused to shake Mike Vrabel's hand at the end of the game. 
No shocker. No shocker. Or my fault. John Harbaugh refused to shake Mike Vrabel's hand at the I don't know. Somewhere in that. Uh yeah, regardless. Bad blood throughout the whole thing. Texas Patriots, 27-20. The Patriots season is over. Oh my God, yes. The Patriots season is over. I love to see it. I hate the Patriots. The Patriots were due for this. Just like the Lakers had that five some odd long years of just playoff drought, misery despair i loved it every ounce of it and we're gonna get to the nba here in a second i can't wait to go on just a rant Chargers jets uh kind of got interesting jets made it a little interesting adam gates took over calls in the second half for offense didn't really make much of a difference at the end of the game uh justin herbert's freaking insane 366 three touchdowns 37 49 keenan allen 16 receptions 145 yards and a touchdown just Straight monster duo. Uh, Packers-Colts, a little bit of an upset. Actually, it is an upset. Colts beat the Packers. Rodrigo Blankenship still remains the dog, the king of all kickers this year. Uh, Colts beat the Packers 34-31. Cowboys-Vikings, a little bit of a shocker, not going to lie. Andy Dalton looked much better. Um, You know, three touchdowns, one interception, 21 carries, 103 yards for Zeke, and Amari Cooper led all receivers 83 or 81 yards for the Cowboys. Adam Thielen, something different, always has been something different. He's been crazy, 123 yards and two touchdowns. Dalvin Cook, staying on his hot streak, 115 yards and a touchdown. Kirk Cousins threw three touchdowns total. Crazy, insane. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, I'll talk on this for a second. The Raiders are officially the kryptonite of the Chiefs. Um, They took the game in, uh, in Kansas City. And they went the distance in this last one in LV. Now, I say kryptonite, and they put this – I can't remember what sports podcast it was. Mm, I can't remember if it was the Fantasy Footballers or if it was uh, part of my take. But either way, now, kryptonite never beats Superman. Kryptonite always slows them down. At the end of the day, Superman comes out on top. So take what I said about them being their kryptonite with a grain of salt because the Raiders have the Chiefs number and the Chiefs don't want to see the Raiders in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, They definitely have their scheme down. John Gruden is very much in tune with what Andy Reid is trying to do. What that is, maybe he should share it with the rest of the community. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, nothing too crazy though. Outside of that, uh, let me just look here real quick. Outside of the Burrow news, um, the Rams just took the lead, and let's see who just scored. Who scored? Who scored? Who scored? No, not Robert Woods. Who scored? Uh, it's either Cam Akers or some Jefferson guy. I don't know. Um, NFL uh, to require players to wear masks on the sidelines, of course. Makes sense. Uh, Ravens, Ingram, and Dobbins both tested positive for COVID. It's a crazy world we're seeing. That's all I'm saying. And same with Thielen. Thielen got that too. And left tackle uh, for the Niners also got it. Man, leave the Niners alone. They've been through enough. All right, moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Let me pull up. NBA transactions real quick. 
because I want to talk. I want to rant. The rest of this podcast will now be for ranting. Um, so please, by all means, at Austin Serata 10 on Twitter, I would love to talk to you about this because let me tell you, people need to be woke on the NBA. All right. I'm absolutely tired of this. It is, oh my goodness gracious. It is actually <clears throat> insane. So it's no secret that the NBA uh, free agency was open to uh, was open as of last Monday. Now, you see, I wouldn't have had a problem with this. Uh, I really wouldn't have. Um, I, I'm, I'm just lost for words at the end of the day. Um, so what happened, everything started off uh, crazy on fire. And uh, I'm trying to find the transactions. Holy cow. Team transact. Yes. Where is it at? Uh, three agents. Try typing that in real quick. Twenty twenty. Okay, New York Times. Let's just go with that, shall we? Uh let me just start off with this. There's like five good teams in the entire NBA. Four, maybe. Honestly, it just it really just irks me. This it, it's the Lakers. You go out and you get Montrez Harrell. This wouldn't be a terrible thing. Two years, nineteen million dollars. You know what that deal is? That's an I want a ring deal. That's an I want a ring deal. I'm going to come join the last championship team. So we can win. We have a really high chance of winning another championship team. Sixth man of the year. That is a pathetic play. The NBA is a pathetic league full of a bunch of championship poll writers for better words that I just have to refrain uh, saying, you know, the alternatives. This league has got to be one of the worst, I'm talking worst leagues. I, It just, it irks me how... You can have the sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year. Could go to any team in the NBA. Every team wants you. That just needs a power forward, Trez. I loved Montrez Harrell. I was a Montrez Harrell diehard fan at Louisville. I was a fan when he got picked up by the Rockets. When he was traded to the Clippers, I was like, that is an amazing opportunity for him. And it showed. I am no longer a Montrezl Harrell fan. I, like, secretly. Maybe just a little bit. Just a little bit. I, I'm just... I'm so shocked at the fact that... How should I say this? I'm so shocked that he would absolutely pull off such a weak, spineless move. I respected the guy. I do not 
how should I say it? I, I just don't have very much respect left for him. I think that it's just it's so sad how how you can just leave and do that to like don't get me wrong, you go from one good team to another, and it's just like eh, you know. Um I, I would usually just understand like if you just went to another team, period. But you decided to join the uh how should I say it? The The best team in the league, without a doubt. And I hate to admit that. Best team in the league. It's just... Mm, I'll just go over it. So, in the Oklahoma City Thunder trade, uh, that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. Uh, there's other uh, opportunities. But I know I was all over the place. I just found the transaction list. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, Ty Jerome, Jalen uh, LeCue, Kelly Rubio, Chris Paul, basically. Uh, and the 2021st round pick. Um, then you got like a bunch of other stuff that happened, like, you know, the Josh Richardson. Now the CP3 trade does affect Phoenix. Um, they have sort of a big three, uh, if DeAndre Ayton can be what he should be, uh, which I don't know. It's not a good big three. I mean, you really, it's just really a duo, but yeah, he's going to do something. Then the Lakers got Dennis Schroeder. I'm not mad. Uh, I mean, I kind of am mad by the, the the Thunder because, I mean, they really could have gotten more than Danny Green, Jade McDaniels, and they turned Danny Green into a first-round pick from the for Al Horford. So, I mean, maybe that just doesn't – maybe it's just not – how should I say it? Mm. Maybe I'm not – I shouldn't be as mad at that than, you know – I really should be because they did turn Danny Green into a, a solid pick. I mean, Al Horford in a first-round draft pick and a second-round draft pick, solid, very solid. Um, but here we go again. You're just adding to the Lakers' arsenal. But they got a lot, so I'm not mad. Uh, the Nets got Landry Shamit for really Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard should be a good fit there. Baby JJ playing with JJ. Wait, no, JJ's in uh, New Orleans. My fault. Maybe JJ over there with uh, the Clippers. Um, that should be a good fit for him, to be honest. He's a shooter. They need shooters. Uh, the Pistons really didn't get anything. Rodney Magruder and uh, Zanon Musa. Um, nothing really crazy. Going down the list. Emmanuel quickly. Oh, well. For James Jones? That's wow. And ridiculous. And Minnesota got Ricky Rubio back. That's going to be a fun team to watch. I really do. Ricky Rubio, Anthony Edwards, and now um, Cat. It's going to be fun. Fun to watch. Trailblazers, Enos Cantor's coming home. Mario Azonia goes to the uh, to the Grizzlies, as well as Desmond Bain. That should be a good fit for the Grizzlies. Bain's pretty solid. Uh huh. Isaiah Wright or Isaiah Stewart. Let me be real. The Rockets getting Isaiah Stewart is so solid. Steal the draft. It is ridiculous. The Rockets got Ariza, Stewart, and the first for Robert Covington. Isaiah Stewart was a steal at 16. He's a freaking high-motor machine that I'm just going to love to see with the Rockets. It's going to be so fun. But uh, And then Golden State got Kelly Oubre. Now... I will be honest. I will be honest. The four best teams that I was mentioning, Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, 
Huh. Who else in the East? You can throw the Warriors in there, sort of. Boston? Not really. Maybe the Sixers. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and the Heat. But let's be real. Do the Heat repeat? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if the Heat repeat. I don't think they do. I don't think it's going to be as majestic as last year. I'm calling it they flop. They're a good team, but I'm calling it they lose in the second or third round. But regardless, what I'm trying to say here is that there's only four good teams. This this league isn't going to be fun to watch. Like what it's going to be so fun for me to be able to watch my Spurs team who's who we have a freaking bright future. Extremely bright future. And people say that I'm so biased because I'm a Spurs fan that I can't see behind the veil. Please stop me whenever I'm wrong. I mean, y'all can y'all can tell me when I'm wrong. Like I said, at Austin Serrata uh, 10, at or on Twitter, please tell me I'm wrong because I'd love to prove you right. DeJounte Murray, great defensive guard, still getting it on the offensive side. He's young. He's like 24 years old. Twenty, Yeah, 24 years old, I think. He is young. He was second-team all-defensive player before the ACL tear, and he's still a great defensive guard after the ACL tear. Next up, Derek White led the league or led guards in charges and in blocks, as well as strapping up the competition, as well as shooting the ball at a pretty prolific rate. He honestly probably has the lowest ceiling, but he's looking like our Spencer Dinwiddie, which I'm not mad about. He's like 26 years old right now. 20, yeah, because he was a late late to, you know, the punch type of guy. I think that's why he went so far. But anyway, moving on. Lonnie Walker, the th- the fourth. Oh, this guy right here is exciting. Talk about a machine going to the basket. I'm probably on every offensive side of the ball, when he gets hot, it's over. Some dudes get hot, they hit a couple threes, cool, whatever. This man will literally destroy the rim, hit the mid-range, confident in his three-point shot. He's still getting it on the defensive end, but he locked up Harden last year. I'm not going to say locked up, but he played great defense on James Harden last year. Let me move down. Keldon Johnson. Did y'all not see this man in the bubble? This man is a horse. He is a tank. He's a double-double machine waiting to happen, and he's great on the offensive side and on the defensive side, becoming a better spot-up shooter day after day. We just got Devin Vassell. Probably, arguably, the best perimeter defender outside of Isaac Okora in this draft. And he slipped to 11. Great 3 and D player. I think he shot 41% from three last year at uh, Florida State. Ridiculous that he fell to 11, but we got him. I'm not going to say much on Trey Jones. Trey Jones is just a good defense player. I mean... Where else do I need to go? We don't have any bigs. That's what we need. We should have gotten one. Well, now we got LaMarcus and DeMar, actually. LaMarcus and DeMar, and I, like, they're not going to be here after this season, so it doesn't really matter. But that means this year it's going to be just – it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch with with this team, but it's only going to be fun in the in the regular season. 
once you hit the postseason, it is done. Those four teams that I said, those are going to be the only competent ones. Now getting back to the Warriors, Oubre was a great pickup. 18.9 points on average, 35 minutes. Great pickup. Can't shoot the ball at the clip that they want. He's going to need to be a better shooter for them to actually be a contender because no more clay. I don't even know who they started the two spot now. But you have Curry, great. Oubre, not a great shooter, but average is 18. Then you got Draymond. Is Draymond. I don't like him, but he just does something. And then you have James Wiseman. And we have to wait and see what he's going to be. It's all gonna he's the X factor to just define how good this team's gonna be. But I mean, we're looking at a per, like a potential f- like four all-stars. I mean, Uber is kind of a stretch as an all-star. I'd say he's a very, very above average role player, maybe budding star, but like eh, I don't know. But James Wiseman, very, very good. Uh, at least from what we've seen. We gotta wait. But, like, it's just – it blows my mind how the Lakers keep Caldwell Pope at the contract that they did. They got Wes Matthews. They added – what's it called? They added um, uh, Dennis Schroeder. Then – you get one of the Morris brothers to be one of your backups who's not very good. You got the worst of the Morris brothers, but whatever. And then you got Mark Gasol chasing a ring. Is, do you see why I'm getting like low key depressed? Like, it's just not going to even like the Clippers lost pieces. The Warriors are kind of in shambles. It's basically the Lakers to win, to lose. My fault, to lose. It's not even... It's not even going to be fun to watch. And that's why I say, like, the NBA is just so trash. As much as I... I, Is it going to stop me from watching? No. But is it just going to kind of just break my heart? Yes, because basketball is a sport to love. But... These last like 10 years, 12 years, it's just been getting so dumb because there's no random like randomness. This past year with the Heat making it, you know, as a fifth seed, that was definitely random. But I mean, one year out of freaking 12, 15 years or 10 years, probably. I don't know. I don't know how long it's been Uh, ever since Brown went to freaking Cleveland. And the Warriors got good after 2013. So seven years. It's just been so stale. Like, I just don't like to watch. That's why college basketball is so much better because there's so much unpredictability. It's ridiculous. You just never know who's going to win. And that's the best thing about it. With this, I already know the Lakers are 95. They have a 95% chance of repeating. And all you Lakers fans out there that are like, well, actually, no, shut up. Because you see it too. Do you see all these people that y'all are getting? You see all these free agents, these, these poll writers that are just flocking to your team. Y'all got Marcus Soule, 
Markeith Morris, y'all kept Contavious, y'all got West, y'all got uh, I said Drew, <laughs> Dennis, y'all kept LeBron, y'all kept AD. Like y'all just trimmed the fat, and y'all got solid role players now. That's what y'all were missing last year. It's no surprise, or it's yeah, it's no surprise. At the end of the day, just big market teams are always going to do that. And that's stupid. Unless you're James Dolan in the Knicks, which James Dolan needs to sell a team. That's why the Knicks are trash. It is what it is, man. You know, that's where I'll end the rant. I, I just think that it's BS how, how big market team can just do stuff like that. It's, it, it just goes straight back to what we were talking about earlier. Like there needs to be something, needs to be something that changes because the Charlotte Hornets should not have like a, let me just, you know what, before we end this, let me just salary caps for all teams in the NBA. Let's look at this real quick. Oh, wait, total, total salary caps for all teams. Let's try that. How about that? Be a team salaries, maybe that. Hold on. Holy shiitake mushroom. All right, so wait, I don't even think be a salaries by team. I don't even what? No, that is not even right. That's not what I was looking at, looking for. Here we go. This is better. This is what I was talking about. So, oh wait, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Oh, my goodness gracious. I don't know. I'll do it for my next podcast, but as of for now, we'll call this one there. Um, Just remember that uh, I just hate, 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 hate. Wait. No, that's just a research paper. I'm not going to read all that. Anyway, just know, just remember that big market teams are always going to rule basketball so long as something changes changes because there's never going to be a team out there that drafts to the point to where they compete with the big market team that just has all this money to fling at people and uh has all the allure that uh the other small market teams don't um it's always going to be bs and you have teams like the warriors who kind of broke the standard and drafted their players but also got iggy got andrew bogut you know back whenever they were relevant and uh, they did their part. I'm not saying Andrew Bogut was a superstar. I'm just saying that he was a very – he knew his role. And uh, that's why he was an important piece to that that team back in the day. But there's nothing I can do. Um, I just think that it's crap that um, the NBA is getting like this. Four, five good teams, one really good team. Don't make sense. But as of now, or as, uh, you know, 
as of now, you can't do anything about it. But this will be the end of the episode. Hope you all enjoyed. Make sure to hit that follow button. I am your host, Austin Serrata. I did not introduce myself at the beginning of the podcast. But if you made it to this stage, cool, great. Thank you. You're awesome. With that being said, see you all in the next podcast. Y'all have a great day. Peace.